Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me this week um, is Mitch. How are you, mate? Pretty good, man. Yourself? And we've got Hannah back. Hannah, welcome back. Just don't answer me then. That's fine. Oh, yeah, I'm good too. <laughs> <Rude>. <laughs> we are back. We are doing a normal episode. Um, the three of us are there. So like I said, apologies. We haven't had one for a while. I got COVID, then was busy after trying to catch up from work after having COVID. Um, then the next week we tried to record. There was technical difficulties and the platform that we used was not working. Um, Riverside, call them out. It failed. You're kidding. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know this. Yeah. My bad. Because <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you weren't yeah. going to come anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, How and then COVID? We did... COVID was fine. Like, it was great. <laughs> like, was seriously, great. I, well, I was crook for two days, a day and a half. Okay. Yeah. And then the rest of it, I was fine. If it wasn't COVID, I would have gone to work. Um, but yeah, like I was fine. I didn't mind being at home. I had my simulator. I had my computer. I was all good. The girls here, they they didn't cope well to being locked inside for a week. Mm. They were just sitting on the back and like, can we just go to the pool? I'm like, no. Oh, but no one will know. I'm like, we're not allowed out of the house. We can sit on the balcony, <laughs> but we're not allowed to go to the pool because, you know, unit complex and stuff. Um, uh, yeah. and the best thing was, was, um, one of them, we didn't get out until 12, th- uh, 12 o'clock on the Tuesday. So we tested positive Tuesday and then we had to wait a full week. Um, mm-hmm. Tuesday at 1230, but when we we're just about to go out, um, it started raining. So Helen couldn't even go on the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Rough. Sorry, I'm only laughing because I've already had it. I've already been through the whole shebang, so yeah, I know the feels. Oh, look, don't worry, that was all right. To this, anyways. <laughs> but yeah, it's done now. You know, twelve weeks. Cool. To, good stuff, Mitch. Last man standing. I'm good, bro. Had a weekend at the racing. It was sick. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not much to say. I've just been working heaps. Went to Mangreta. That was fun, but that's irrelevant to what we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we talk about everything here. We were discussing the TV channels of our childhood a few weeks back. So yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's that's true. That's <laughs> one of our favorite segments. Well, yeah. I guess it is rolling in the nineties. Get to drive on dirt fast. Yeah, and I'm a rally driver and a ranger. Shane Mangus Bergen does a bit of that. He is. He actually got is get confirmed to have a WRC start. How good, right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm. I, I like the Triple Eight actually allow him to go outside and do stuff within other categories. There was Didn't Roland stop him from driving super sprint cars Speedway. once though? Sprint cars, yeah. Speedway's yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah, because you know someone's going to crash. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's like but doing motocross. Like, yes, you are going to hurt yourself. I think they let him go and but do still. it because of 2016 when he won his first championship. He, he was doing raced heaps. away every weekend. Like, he lived out of a suitcase that year. And he... Driving heaps of European stuff. Yeah. He was driving the best he's driven. Mm. So if maybe he's some one of those people that just needs to keep driving, like he can't just keep sharp, drive yeah, one week, wait three, four weeks for another round and rock up. He needs to be in every weekend. Yeah, sounds about right. But he's still driving all right, like you know. So no, I don't. I wasn't entirely convinced <laughs> by his performance this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't really have the pace. Feeney did no good either. Mm. Uh, he got a th- third in qualifying. Feeney did didn't? good I was in pretty drunk strategy, on the race strategy-wise. He did he did a lot of pitting early, making it run, like making and the long runs, long yeah. runs go. And I think that's something we just were quickly touched on before we started recording was the tyre pressures this weekend. I don't think the higher tyre pressures worked. I when you say don't. worked, what make... was the desired outcome for worked? The idea was to make him, I think... Uh, more racing wasn't just to stop oh, him from baking like, him in the sun and that yeah but there's there's <laughs> carryover from um carryover from winton mm. like there was something to do with the tire the tire walls or whatever when they were low low psiing um there was integrity issues with the tires but then there was it also make him last longer like less heat in the sidewall if it's getting less squish mm. mm-hmm. but like I think then Ben Croak came out and said, you know, we tried to improve the racing with the tire pressures. That didn't work. We need to look at another way to fix it. Because realistically, like Chaz Moss that probably shouldn't have won that race on Hell Sunday. Hell no. 
but it was very much helped by the fact that there was conflict that stopped the guys behind him from reaching him. Oh, yeah. And but Anton like, was Anton, far Anton too was pleasant about being, it. Yeah. <laughs> Anton probably like, oh, no, should no, have no, thrown it fine. up the inside. Get the hairpin for sure. He was sliding on a few. No, he, didn't he slid slide at one of the corners prior on the last He slid on the four? last corner. Yeah. He dropped the I wheel on the him... dirt on the last corner. That would have been just like second. desperately trying to get it straight and running. So like maybe I should yeah. get him right at the like, end. I don't just think he was being polite. Like I think he kind of got to the point where maybe that was all he had. Mm. But mm. either way, like Chaz's tires were so cooked that he couldn't it... even do a proper skid. <laughs> that was yeah, pretty, it pretty sucked. Great We're normally in the skid spot and it was shit. I went down drifty. the fence and everything. I was like, at the end of the race, like, I'm going to go to the fence. I want to see a skid. And something I want to talk about, um, have you seen the video that Supercars posted onto their socials and stuff of all the angles from Chaz Mostert's victory skid? No. Worst camera Sorry. angles ever. Like, seriously, they. I think what it was, the camera guy that's sitting up at the gravel trap just forgot to record because oh, no. they just had a camera, pot, a camera shot from ages away. And you're like, the bit where they always slide in, like Chaz wasn't, didn't have much smoke, but he was going sideways through our area. But that wasn't mm-hmm. caught on camera. Was, yeah. mm. Well, if it is, they didn't well, put it I in mean, the video of all the angles. Maybe with Nathan Prendergast leaving TV department, well, that was, had a new person in the seat. But I thought he was there. This was his last round. Maybe it was just yeah. like right at the end, he knocked off a little bit early. I was going to say, he might not have been in the truck though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was I'd just be something having I picked a few up. Celebratory babies. Maybe, maybe. But overall, like this weekend's round was really good. Like the Indigenous round, I think. Um, a lot of teams did it, it really well. It was, yeah, mm. it was really good. And like, look, I'm going to say this, I was skeptical about this at the start when they said every team has to run a livery. I was like, I don't want this to feel forced. Yeah, I don't want people to be like, oh, it's just, you know, shoving everything down your throat. But it was I actually think, really well done. I think the thing that made it well done was <clears throat> they got genuine artists, most teams. Like mm. they got young artists. Well, Gary Jacobs' artist was a bit older. But that's not the point. All from the communities, like the two artists for the Premier Hire Cars were from Darwin. Yeah. One from TV Islands and stuff like that. Mm. And yeah, I think the way they did it, getting genuine artists in to do this instead of just being like, oh, he put some dots and stripes on that for us. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, I think the Coke car looked heaps mad. Yeah, yeah, that was really car. good. The subway car. Yeah, was we good. went to the unveiling for the subway car. That was good. Mm. Speaking of which, artist was the subway late. car. Here's <laughs> a, a great segue into some breaking news this evening. Yeah, Gary Jacobson. Goodbye, old uh, friend. <laughs> Full-time bus driver. I just started driver. liking him. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. We we chatted to him at Subway for, I don't know, probably half hour. But we were there for over an hour because mm-hmm. the artist was late. <laughs> uh, we went to the unveiling, right? And we were sitting there and it was like 12 o'clock. And so Mitch and I, we got there probably at quarter to 12. That way we could have a Subway. Yeah, about that. Um, you know, we'll watch. And so we got there and we're sitting in the... We, we got the good seats of the subway out the front. We could look at the car. It was right in the car park, all covered up. Gary Jacobson was walking around handing out. Um, well, originally he wasn't handing out any of the little cards with his card on it and his name on it. But he's like, you guys want a signature? The, you want it? We're like, yeah, whatever. So he's like, all right. And you get to see what the car looks like too now. So we got I little said cards. thank you, by the way, not whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I said thank you. Too, yeah. <laughs> I actually said, you know, good, good luck this weekend. But it, there was four of us sitting down, and he's like, "Do you guys want one?" Or I was like, "Yes, thank you." Um, <laughs> yeah, be the guy that says no. Spelt my name, so a bit upset that I can't go back to him now and get it fixed up. Um, for, for those who obviously can't see because we're not a video podcast at this stage, which, by the way, I send in your requests. Um, <laughs> both no both Michael and Mitch have signed. <laughs> Cards from Gary Jacobson featuring himself and this beautiful car in that indigenous livery. So we did, did actually really say to them, like, we did, Mitch and I did say, like, should we get one made out to breaking late? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we should have, guys. Those things, you can yeah, put those things on eBay now. They're going to be worth a fortune. <laughs> like, fortune, like five bucks. <laughs> yeah. We had a good chat but, to him, though. He's a pretty yeah. nice guy, to be honest. 
But we were sitting there and the, the delivery of it was meant to be at 12 o'clock. And it was like 12, 10. We're like, all right, you know, just a little late. That's fine. Whatever. Got to yep. like 12.30 and I've I've gone on like Speed Cafe <laughs> and like, you know, there's Gary there and all the t- like the media personnel and a couple of camera people and, you know, yep. just members of the team. Um, and I've gone, oh, guys, Speed Cafe's beat you to the reveal. It's already out. Let's go. <laughs> Gary Jacobson thought it was funny. He had a bit of a laugh. Um, the media, media manager lady did person, not. The media lady did not. She was like, "Yeah, well, we, we've sent we send them those photos." I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, no shit. shit!" Like, like <laughs> how did Speed Cafe promotional get your photos? Promo- like, we just found them. Yeah, just came across it. Yeah, anyway, it's not like last time where Techno did, um, livery got unveiled early because they put it on the back of a truck without a car cover. That was funny. <laughs> that was, yeah. They had a car cover on the subway car. Seems like yeah, they figured that one couldn't out. Couldn't afford it. I mean, you can't really transport a car on a tow truck with a cover on it, can you? They did. They it's did. those really pull tight ones. They just use that. Yeah. It's like um, spandex in an looking. enclosed truck. Don't be a cheap ass. Anyway, sorry. Nah. Well, no, they had a pretty small car park though to get into. Like, yeah, it wasn't okay, the biggest right. car park. It's a shit fight of a car park in a Ranger, let alone a truck. Yeah. yeah, and it's not huge. And then to take up like four car parks with a car parked diagonally. Some dude almost ran into the spoiler. He reckons, yeah. oh, I'm going to eat it. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know, man. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Oh, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> but did so, we actually yeah. go through the news of what happened to old mate Gary? Or did we just oh. start talking about our story? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about our story. But, yes. So, Just the important things. Premier Racing wishes to confirm that effective immediately that Gary Jacobson and Premier Racing have parted ways. Gary uh, Jacobson's contract has officially ended this afternoon, 21 June 22, or 2022, and Premier Racing is exploring its options regarding the replacement driver of the 76 Subway Premier, Premier Hire Racing Supercar. So you got the flick. Yeah, I was going to say the fact that his contract ended on an irregular date that doesn't even align with the financial year, let alone the season, he 100% got the boot. Yeah, which is... Had to. Yeah, like, he had a pretty, like, well, I said he's a nice guy. Though. He, he didn't have a very good performance in Darwin. He showed a lot of pace, but he couldn't use it. And every time he tried to, he punted someone or hit someone. Not one race, he ended with a straight cut. No. And I think... Pith is actually showing better pace in that car than he was. This I season. think early in the year, Gary was better. And up until Hidden Valley. Valley, he was better. Maybe he just cost too much money. They're like, where are we going? Pith has got doing Coke this money. every race. <laughs> Pith has Coke yeah. money. Yeah. Like Coke is here. Well, okay. When you say Pith has Coke money, keep in mind that he has like the Coke Australian <laughs> distributor. We all money. have Coke. Not money. like. <laughs> Fuck, I wish I had Coke money. Uh, like, he's not, we're talking, not talking CCA, like not Coca-Cola or Amatil International. They're talking the Australian distributor of the licensed product. He's not as flush as an F1 team. Oh, I, yeah, I know that. Still, but, still like, well, he's money, got backing. Though. It's like yeah. Bryce has got middies. So he's bringing in a sponsor. Yeah. Where I think Subway has come on board to Premier, uh, Premier Racing they're um for them, not as Gary as such. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. And is it Premier Peter... Racing won the Top Fuel Championship that night, which Did is they? good. Yeah, won it on Saturday night. Peter Zibiris in his Top Fuel say, w. I was trying to look for his name. Is it Zibiris? Zibiris, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they won the Top Fuel Championship. Oh, that's at pretty cool. Hidden Valley, which is pretty cool. Because that oh, was the final round for that. Yeah, nice. So he got something good out of the weekend. Like I might just stick to drag racing. That seems to work. <laughs> I don't know. Like by the sounds of it, it sounds like he has some kind of performance metric that he wasn't meeting, which resulted. In I'd say so. Work. And yeah, it's sad because like when we chatted to him, he was a really nice guy, and I was like, you know, I like. Yeah, him. yeah. I actually like, mm-hmm. and we talked to him a little bit about Gen Three because he had a test drive at Phillip Island with it, and he seemed excited about it. Like. I yeah. hope you can get a drive next year, bud. Yeah. I don't know. I think as we, I think we've touched on this before. I think as far as drivers go that sort of hit poor timing in terms of their opportunities within the sport, he's definitely one of them. Like we're talking a Super We want a Super 2, two champion. championship. Yeah, yeah, but also like the opportunities in the main game at the time that he did that were incredibly limited. So he couldn't simply transition yeah. to a decent team from there. 
Whereas you look I mean, at a Hazelwood, for example, didn't help. or a Bryce who did similar things in a similar-ish time frame and they've actually come through okay. So yeah. I think him similarly to, I also think of Scott Pye as another one uh, or Percat even, you know, both came through. Yeah, the just never Chaz got the right job through. at the right time. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's not necessarily that he's a bad driver by any means, you know, lovely guy and all, but there are a limited number of seats in the sport and a limited number of those even are even quality. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, so a, look, it's just fun. unfortunate. I think it just shows you how cutthroat the um, motorsport really is. Like, no one expected this. This come out of left field. Well, totally. I don't know. Maybe I think it people speaks to know. how serious old mate is about building a team that he wants to work. I think it's a silly idea to get rid of someone in the middle of the year. But you yeah, think he's exactly. like, well, if that doesn't work, it's gone. No, next. Yeah. Maybe. How, how are you but feeling I think if you're Pitha right now, sitting there watching all this unfold? I'm <laughs> shitting yourself. Like, fuck. Oh, yeah. Lucky I got the cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so but if you didn't have the cash, you'd be like, ooh. Yeah. Or Goddard. Or Goddard. Goddard. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So Goddard obviously lost his seat this year. Goddard um, tested with the team uh, not too long ago. Interesting. Matt Stone because he was hang on to drivers for too long. So. <laughs> no, nah, well, Matt yeah, Stone well, I mean, had to get rid of him. Like they. Yeah, they were off like that program. So they were rotating. Bringing in the cash too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, him oh, so and uh, they had the one full year drive. Him and Kostecki did. They did Speak the Superlight thing yeah. one year before that. And then they went twenty full-time in 2021. Yeah, so he's done a he year. He did do a full year. And, year. and he didn't yeah. do too bad by the end of that year, I reckon, but there's no seats left. I was just reading on Speed Cafe. They reckon that Gary Jacobson was giving his marching orders Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was reading too. Like, didn't Have even get to track. leave the track. Like, don't come in Monday, bud. Ooh. Rough. What, you wouldn't even want to debrief? <laughs> what for? Maybe you got to debrief. <laughs> we don't care what happens. Like, turns out one of the parts we need to change is the driver. Yeah. We've I don't think it was everything. the driver they need to change. I think it's a little unfair. They're, probably in the, they're in the truck going, Gary's like, we've changed everything. Peter's there like, we haven't changed everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, Maybe. You never know. I don't know what kind of duty it's. But I don't know. I know man. he runs it's, drag it racing sucks. team. That's about it. It it, it, it does suck. Yeah. I would have liked to seen him. Like give it. Like finish him out. Like let him finish the season. I, if he yeah. didn't get renewed at the end of this year, I wouldn't be overly surprised. But at least give no, him that a chance to line up me. another drive. You know, like that's what they've really cut out from him by doing it mid season. Is there's, like there's no way he's going to get in a car, even for the enduro. Everyone's got enduro drivers locked in at this point. The only so people that really have just... it is them. Yeah. yeah hey, Gary, did you um, want to give us hands? <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> yeah, of course you tell them that. 100%. Um, I, I want to I wanna arc back towards the Indigenous rounds. Oh, yeah. Oh, can I give a gold star? Yes. To yeah. Joey Morrison because he won the championship and there's 5,000. Boom! Oh, gold no. star. That's cool. Gold star. Gold number one. Gold star number two to someone who I don't, I wouldn't usually see eye to eye with at all. But I will give a gold star to Pato um, for actually making something meaningful of the Indigenous round and providing a real cash donation instead of just putting pretty stickers on the car. I was going to do the opposite to them. (laughs) I think Tickford didn't put in very much fucking effort. Tickford did nothing. A bit lame. Um, Yeah. Pitha and that, like, what did Pitha donated a heap of? They did some more money towards it. I'm trying to find the stories. Um, mm. I feel like Erebus sort of rocked up and was like, "Fuck, we didn't do anything." Um, here's a little drawing, and here's ten grand. Like, no, it ended up being that's twenty what, or something, didn't it? Twenty or forty or it was ten grand what? at the start, and then and then they raised additional, I believe. Um, yeah, I can't remember where. Grove Racing was the one that put in $44,000. Oh, okay. Sorry. My I like their car too. Yeah. So Grove yeah. was the one that handed $44,000 to the Melbourne Indigenous Transition School. Um, uh, okay. Sorry. I might have confused those two. My bad. Erebus but that's awesome. Did like, that's 10 what I wanted to. That's what I hope to actually see from the Indigenous round is like an actual meaningful impact and not just, 
let's leverage this cultural thing to make more marketing stuff for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand that, but I think this was actually a good way of like it is. I mean, um, the awareness was there. I mean, I think we're all pretty aware, especially up here. We're aware. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I really like. Liked surely, the awareness attack. wasn't the only goal of the thing, right? Like, no, it wasn't. Aware. Yeah. Um, but I really like the fact that you know they didn't have Darwin written on the Hidden Valley. Yeah, Larry Kia, that was said cool. I, was I love say. that. Yeah, that was cool. Even on the hanging signs. Mm-hmm. Where they have on the start lines, it says Darwin on one side. It said Darwin on the other side. It said Larrakia. Um And I also like so the cool. uh, painting they did on the, you know, below the corporate and the gravel, yeah, gravel yeah. trap. Like, yeah, instead of a concrete wall, there's something worth looking at. Yeah, there's the little track map is made of a snake. Oh, that's sick! Um, for those the again, bottom half, the straight looks like a this, this is on the uh, official Darwin merch. And then, yeah, there's a lot of. A lot, a lot of it. Good. And I think they had more time to do it this year too, to really plan towards it and make that something intentional, yep. which is really cool. The th- and the fact that it's run by Darwin, like NT major events, I think, meant that they could give a really dedicated effort towards it. It wasn't just another event on the Supercars calendar. It was just a passing thought. I think the the retro round at Sandown kind of suffers from that occasionally because of where it sits in the calendar and everything else going yeah. on. And they're kind and of nobody like, oh, really cares. Yeah. I can see the indigenous... Like, indigenous yeah. round is going to st- hopefully stick around. I can see it sticking around a lot. I'd hope than, so. Why um, would you get rid of it? I was just starting yeah. it. Like, ooh. Yeah. I can, yeah. I, I mean, I can see it sticking around a lot longer than retro round. Retro yeah. round seemed like a, a couple of teams did a few nice um, old liveries. Like some, Let's like try and get old liveries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And obviously all this stuff comes at an extra cost to the teams, which makes it, you know, tricky to balance in, in terms of a category that's been trying to cut costs for the last couple of years. But yeah, I think well, that's they cut costs by a lot by there's no indigenous merchandise to buy. Well, you got indigenous merchandise. Oh, okay. Yes. No, Penrite had a shirt. No, oh, um, no Penrite had... and Triple Eight did. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. They, those two did, but uh, Shell no one had a else. hat? Were they publicly uh, available? I don't know, to be honest. I didn't look at the Shell merch. <laughs> it's been the same for the last five years. Yeah, well, I saw shirt. Anton had a, a hat with the painting on the sides in the press. I imagine they, if they had it, they probably would have had them. Mm. Yeah, they didn't have. Did I didn't see any shirt though. No, okay. I would have bought a sh- one of their shirts if they did. Yeah. But. Okay. There you go. Well, Does anyone listening I from think, DJR? Yeah, but Tickford really need to be like they should. I think behind the scenes they just they painted Thomas got... Randall's car the same as the safety car. Like <laughs> they put a they, put they a did fish that from on James Courtney's but... car, and oh, they um put a a snake or something on Mostert's car. Mm. They did a little you bit more waters? effort on the tra- uh, water's car. Mostert? Sorry, yeah, Mostert's car was done up. Um, yeah, Mostert's car looked good, and yeah. tradies the tradie car. At least that had a little bit of integration of the um. Had the Aboriginal the, flag on the bonnet, didn't it? The Aboriginal flag on the bonnet and a blizzard or something through Trady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. But, but yeah, that was a pretty like, poor performance. Yeah, it kind of like, you know, um, old days at school where, you know, it's um, uh, uniform free day and those three cars rocked up wearing their uniform and everyone's like, look at my coloured shirts. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> What are you poor? <laughs> Great analogy. They've got their gold, gold coin donation or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was it was really good. It was good to see a couple of the um. There was a Porsche that also ran an indigenous livery, and a couple of the super That's bikes cool. as well. Yep. Yeah. And there was a couple of racing together XLs and Deadly Hair yep. dude had on the side of one of the XLs as well. He's a um charity sort of up here that does teaches kids in communities how to cut hair and stuff. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, like there was, was a lot of stuff there. It was, it was really good. Like the whole event was really well done. Um, it was good to come back. It was good to be back. It was lots of people there. No concert on the Sunday, but the drags double up on the. The drags, price. I reckon, bought more people than the concerts. The concert. Yeah, hundred percent. Interesting. Yeah. Who, in who Darwin, at least, anyway. Like, Darwin, I have friends that only went to the drags. They're like, I'm not going yep. to supercars. I'm going to drags. I knew wow. a dude that rocked up Friday afternoon, went to the mm. drags, and then 
stayed, for, went saw race one on Saturday, stayed for the drags and didn't come Sunday. Yeah, right. The drags, when they go off, they echoed through the city. Mitch was at the track texting us. We were, I was at home in the city. Daniel was in Malak and we could all, we were like, yep, that was a very loud pass. Like, you know, you can hear them all. feel it through Holy everything. Shit. Like, That's it's so amazing. Cool. When you get two of them do a proper side-by-side pass, you're just like, like it just, it felt through everything, like punched in the <laughs> chest, but in a good way. It just shakes your whole body. You're like, Holy shit. You put your fingers in your ears and hope for the best. Bro. <laughs> nah. You buy Do they, they run drags like, very often at Hidden Valley? Yeah, like, you know, there's local meets, but we don't get stuff like that. That's it. We'll only get oh, something like okay. that once a year. Yeah, yeah. right. And when that you get them thinking. up there, they're still really big. And that's so the first is... time we had a genuine round of it. So that meant two nights because they had a night of qualifying. Normally they'll run one night and be like, hey, how cool was that? But that was yep. the first proper round we got. Yeah, right. Because we even oh, cool. moved one of our grandstands. Well, the only grandstand we got in Darwin that was on the hill in the valley and it's now been put on the drag strip. Well, it's been put on the main straight for the drag strip so people can buy tickets. Oh, that's that. cool. That grandstand was in the worst spot. Pay $300 for a ticket or you just get GA and sit in front of it. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> like, but it's like at least you got to see. Like the thing is like if you want to get down to the drags there, you need to – start venturing there early like yeah. before the races are finished you want to be starting setting up on the straight yeah yeah i meant where they used to have that grandstand by the way i understand it for the drags and oh yeah, yeah yeah but for the first time ever because i've gone to a few drag events like that i stood at half track it's actually cooler than the start line because they are flat the fuck out there <laughs> it's um yeah I just found, like, it's the first time I've ever watched it from that. Because that's how far down the track you had to go, like half track, mm. to even get a spot. There was 10,000 people there on a Friday. Yeah, that's crazy. Eden Valley. Yeah. Anyway. I was there laughing, like, 10,000, we get that more through that Thursday on a bloody... There's that many no, people no, in the no, shopping centre actually... right now. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I'm honest, I was actually just looking back through some of the headlines because I was like, shit, we haven't even touched on the racing yet. <laughs> no. No, not the really. The racing was good. Oh, the... S5000s, never seen them in person. Always thought they looked a little boring on TV. They were quick as. They're like, fast. In person. They're so mental in person. Yeah, they're pretty crazy, yeah. hey? They've only got three really... more races this year, then they may never be coming back. Anyway. Really? they got no more races this year. This is a, That was their last No, no, race. they're doing a Tasman series. They're doing Bathurst, oh, okay. Gold Coast, and I thought the it was their last race as well. But Like, what category are they meant to be? Are they a feeder series into supercars? They're meant to be sick. Are they, no. <laughs> yeah, are that's they, the thing um, is they're not really a They don't ride. fit in. Yeah, no, they they don't really attract many drivers in that because... Well, the, like, the V8 they... engine kind of appeal, I think, is what makes them still relevant yeah. in our category lineup. Like, they're not a Formula 4. A Formula 4 not, is around. No. These things are quick as hell, I reckon. Not in Australia. Yeah. No. So, like, it's kind of like a replacement for that series since it's kind of collapsed almost yeah but like are they trying to make it was it originally designed to go it's another option to get into supercars without going was well, the australian drivers Tours? championship series like an yeah. actual yeah. like I the camps it it's yeah, weird it's that's where the gold star thing is like you are the australian driving champion you're like but there was eight people eight people it. congratulations <laughs> yeah. no it was 12 at hidden valley yeah, I, I mean, know, it's I cool know. to win because they're clearly very hard cars to drive. I've never seen a race without a safety car. No. And that's another thing that hurts them, especially on TV. You're like, oh, well, that's especially over. short races as a support category, you don't get a lot of actual racing time. But they're also yeah, and so even that style fragile. of car, they wouldn't, like, they wouldn't have huge fuel tanks. They wouldn't. I think they ran, what, like 27 laps at Hidden Valley was their longest race or something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a substantial bit. It was like, yeah, it was like, okay. It's a they're doing it in a minute race. three or something. They were quick. That's cool. That yeah, was a cool I, thing. I don't know what race was. saw one at Sandown where they basically, they had an off and ripped out an arm curve off, like out of the ground. It was crazy. Mm. You could actually red yeah. flagged. But um, yeah, they're a cool series. You're, you're right. Like, I don't know if they have a direct line to no, any they of what don't. we consider the top tier categories, but it's it's also like TCM. Like, where's TCM going to get you? It's where all the retired races go. Where all the yeah, privateers TCM pop up. Like, it's kind of more like it. that. 
TCM yeah, get the guys on the like they're the the old guys love TCM. I had one of those cars. Like yeah. that's what TCM is. But TCM does have a good audience. I like watching them. I think they're sick. Like how often do you get to see yeah. old cars like that racing? You never do. It's cool. Mm. But again, yeah, it's just sort of, it's like a gentleman racing. Yeah. It's for people that want to do it. You're not making money out of TCM. Sorry, I thought we were talking about TCR then. I'm like, it's a feeder series. You're like, you go from XLs into TCRs. TCRs in international category as well. Like, yeah, there is opportunity to go. I think they wanted to try and make it and have like a TCR World Series at least or a champ, like a champion. Yeah, they were talking about it before COVID. People from like, yeah, the, TCR Australia winner will go over and race, you know, with the TCR winners from each other country because they're all the same car. So in theory, you should just be able to jump straight into them. That'd be sick. Or take your car across, I guess, you know. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the racing. (laughs) The racing. I missed um, missed Saturday's race, I've got to be honest, and kind of kept across all the... Saturday's race was good. Um, But what happened with Mostert? Can someone explain that to me? Mostert oh, he had, had a fan, um, a fan cooling his in, uh, cooling his radiator or something on the grid, didn't he? Yeah, yeah like a leaf blower still and attached then to his car. Appeal after... just got dismissed without a hearing, so they're like, "No, DQ, son." Yeah. Yeah. So right. after the siren went, and you know you've got your two minute warning, and you're not allowed to have anything attached to your car. Yeah. They they still had a leaf blower blowing air into the front, and like it. it's a well, it's, it's a technical rule. You can't have it. It's one of those rules is rules. But isn't that a team error, not a driver error? Like how does he get the result taken away from Is a driver not part of the team? Well, if you (laughs) – Okay, okay, so pit stop errors, right? If you drop the car and it hits equipment, the driver doesn't get penalized, the team does. Hmm. That's how I would see it. And you drive over your equipment, you still don't get Apparently they were cleared of that. Yeah, I know. Allegedly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a technical I guess the way they're saying does. you're disqualified because you potentially push the performance of your car a little better than everyone else off the start line. It's Yeah. Like That's why, what it is. why did they, no one else need no, to cool their car down? Like you know It may have no of, effect that time, but if someone works out they're like, Hey, if we leave this on the car for that little bit longer we get we get like two extra, extra horsepower. horsepower <laughs> saying. It's 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 Should that's why the rules the, are there the formation lap. Anything's negated, like surely. Rules are rules. I don't know. Rules are like that. It's just, it sucks for him. He lost his fourth place. He did really good. Um, but yeah, because disqualifying the car is such, not so much the driver. I get it punished as a driver. Like that car is not legal because you did something to it after you shouldn't have. Yeah. yeah is okay. where that sort of, that's the way I understand pretty, it. Like, it's pretty harsh, to be fair. Like, it seems like it was oh, a, yeah, definitely. a mistake, it's a but, like, yeah, it's kind of one of those things, isn't it? It's a bit mm. like valve clearance. Like, was it really that much more power out of it? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but that's like... Yeah, it was, yeah. though. No, but... that, that's <laughs> <a> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I definitely, definitely think that was. But, yeah. But, I mean, to his credit, it came back and scored a win on Sunday. He did. He did really well. Strategy, which after that safety car, never ever should have been able to still be possible. But no, nah, no, nah, he did. He on. did actually quite a good job. Someone that actually really impressed me this weekend was Davo, and how quick he was in qualifying. And he got his he elbows out in the racing records. for once. Like yeah. he, he didn't get pushed get around too much. Skin. Yeah, yeah like that whole that whole thing. I was like, oh, Will's got to be like, how does it taste? <laughs> Like but it's shit. funny because it's like, I don't know, if you're a championship leader and you're in chain position, would you be fucking around like that? It just seems like it was a very high risk, low aggressive, reward. angry, like I've been behind very. you for too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, like it yeah. was almost as if you got impatient and paid a huge price for it. Like you should have been on the podium easily. Yeah. And ended up getting relegated, what, back to last after the penalty? Yeah, or even that. Either he finished last anyway. He bent his yeah. steering something chronic, so he he limped around like the pace of that car fell off. Yeah, yeah, but, that was. Just I mean, like, you know, it is what it is. It, like you got to go for it. He's a racer. <laughs> well, I, was like, I don't even want to talk about it that much. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. I like. I'm just trying to look up the uh, championship points now. Like he's. I mean, he's still leading. DJR in the team, 20 points. apparently. Yeah, they are. 
did see that. Yeah. That's um that wouldn't be going down too well over at Triple Eight this week, that's for sure. Jamie had the Get back here. <laughs> Well, it's having that young fella too, like kind of expected him to be always up there. Well, it wasn't him who dropped the ball this weekend. It was Shane. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, you've got Anton and Will consistently scoring points and Feeney's not always making the big points. That being said, he's seventh in the championship at the moment. Yeah. Like, and everyone ahead of him has, like, years on him, like six or seven years, each one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And about 30 years in age. No. (laughs) Yeah, no, I didn't give him enough, probably credit, but enough faith coming into this this season you know yeah. i think he's really exceeded expectations for a lot of people myself included he very much he's draws got this if you really look at cool the, um <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. just quickly though look at the um drivers championship right so brock mm. feeney's in seventh under him's brody kostecki and heim gartner everyone under them is just like a bunch of old dudes Bryce. and bryce it's <laughs> <That's true. laughs> hard like Tim, old, Mark, old, Lee, very old. James, even older. <laughs> and you got Todd. You say, some of those are pretty like so. The I'm more talking the people directly under because yeah, there's a lot of young yeah, fellas yeah, down yeah. the bottom too. Yeah, but they are like the sort of names like Mark Winterbottom, Lee Holdsworth to a certain extent. Tim Slade as well is also pretty decent back in his day. He's still good now, but probably not as good as he was. It's sort of like no. in his first year, he's getting on top of people that we've always considered pretty good drivers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you I think like, the argument impressive. could be made that he's in superior machinery, to be fair. Um, but I think Yeah, but you still gotta know more... what to do with it. That's very true. Yeah. Do you think Frosty's gonna get a drive next year? I don't know. I think Charlie loves him. There was I talk. think history has shown that once you win a championship, you have a drive until you don't want one, a la James Corbin. Unless you're Garth Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but he got caught up in GRM. That was just ooh. Yeah, that was yeah. that was bad timing. I don't necessarily think that he got the boot as such. I think it just no, no, because wasn't it the whole Adderton thing? Like, no, nah, I want my drivers in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, mean, I don't know. Well, because it was Stanaway got just... replaced with. Like, to be honest, if I'm Charlie, I would be booting Scott before Mark, considering the amount of damage Scott's been racking up this season, and not necessarily always his fault. But if you have a crash magnet, why would you want to put it in a over a million? Oh yeah, you know how strong yeah, that yeah, crash yeah. magnet is. That yeah. crash magnet pulled James Courtney from one side of the track across <laughs> to the other and hit him. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a big crash. That one. Do we know who hit James Courtney in that incident? No, it never seemed to come unveiled. Who sent? Funny. Who sent him off? That's what I want to know. Did he send himself off? No, he said. Well, he said he got nudged from behind in in the recorder. There would be judicial cameras that would show whoever that was. It would just depend on how deep they want to dig into it. But that was a pretty was early in the race. Huge it was pretty aggressive. Yeah, it was just massive. We were just watching it, and all of a sudden, cars flag. are scrattered across the just track, like flying across, and you're like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Like, well, the fact you he managed the... to rejoin the other side of the circuit, I thought was concerning. He went through the drain, and the force of that ripped the rear spoiler off. Yeah. Yeah, that that drain's massive. pretty hectic. Like. To get through it's a bit that of gradient, thing. isn't it? Yeah, it's, well, it, it during the wet season it cops a lot of water. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay, right. That whole area like there will flood. <laughs> but is it something they potentially need to look at additional tire bundles to stop that reoccurring? Because if you have some wet grass like that, there's no braking ability on that. We need a big drain in the middle of the track. Yeah, but should there be <laughs> tire bundles to prevent him from having rejoined where he did? Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Just do something around it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't know. Probably, maybe. You'd have to do or it both sides. Otherwise, very rarely. Yeah, yeah. It, I take mean, forever to retrieve a car out of there. Oh yeah. I think they don't think cars will go through the drain because most of the time they get stuck in it. They don't get back up. Yeah, you get yeah. fucked um, up by that drain. Depends on the speed. I think just he was going because he got he got that was, he was probably at full speed when he got hit. Um, but he skittled cars like he hit Pi. Um, who was the other one? Hazelwood. Hazelwood, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just pretty massive incident. And you're right, like the recovery out of that area took a, a long time. Like they probably had a good 10, 15 They red flagged break. it. Yeah, yeah, that red flag. So Yeah, straight away they're like, oh, well, this is going to take a bit. Yeah. Because there's yeah. no, like you're in a cutting there, so there's no recovery vehicles up that area of the track. Oh, so such. they actually got a cross circuit to get in. 
Yeah. 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 They've got yeah. a couple when you come out of there. So what's that turn seven? When you come out of the hairpin complex, there's a, a track that to go point there. Yeah, you sort of got to go backwards to get back there quickly. So, yeah, red flag, we yeah. need to drive backwards. Typically, you don't shit. send recovery vehicles reverse track direction on a live track. Yeah, that exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's yes. why you Yeah, that's flag. why the red flag. Yeah, that's flag. what I mean. Like, red flag is the Because they needed multiple, multiple trailers, because they, uh, multiple yeah. tilt trailers, because they would have had one up at turn five. Um, so he could have come on, but then they had three cars to get rid of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen a... um. A red flag, hasn't it? I'm yeah. trying to think. Tazzy giant pileup, obviously. But it seemed like they called it late. Like in Monaco, right, in the Formula One, one car hit the wall. Boom, red flag straight away. Yeah, this one here, I swear, like cars are crashed. They're like, we'll let them race the lap. We'll call it uh, safety car just I, before I after turn want, two. If you want me to start the rant on Monaco circuit at the moment, but... Quite simply, Monaco, if you hit an Alamco barrier, you have to replace it. It's yeah. as simple as that. You've, you've bent the barrier, so therefore it's useless. Like it's immediately obvious. Whereas this is like the question is how long does it take to recover the vehicles, not rebuild or replace the truck infrastructure? Mm. I think Monaco, personal opinion, I think Monaco is outdated by safety standards. It's, it's, it is. <laughs> it's still built that way. Like we've seen as recently as um Grosjean go through an arm curve and how dangerous that can be like yeah. why the fuck are we still putting cars on tracks like that it's mental like you people will die yeah i don't think you're going to get the speeds that Grosjean had going through at monaco it's and then you've also got the like the whole scheduling like you hit a barrier you got to replace it like it's those other kind of considerations as well it's just not the most efficient way to build tracks anymore nor the safest no. Surprisingly, though, they have a very efficient car recovery system. Shit, tons yes, of cranes everywhere. Up around. Yeah. <laughs> you know fucking expensive that is, though. Ah, Monaco. It's Monaco, bro. <laughs> Monaco I is really money. Didn't, I didn't realize how much the. I mean, I knew it was, but I didn't realize how much the contract of Monaco is in Monaco's favor. Like Monaco oh, allowed to the, do their own the sponsors on track. So I don't know if this is the case with Liberty now. So this that's the arrangement it used to be with Bernie. They were the only round that didn't pay a sanctioning fee to have Formula One there. Every other round paid a minimum million dollars, I think, for the appearances back in the day. They were the only round that ever didn't have to pay that. They got mm. their own sponsors. They get all of the marketing income and they could sell the tickets and F1 didn't take a cut. Mind well, I think like at the moment, of thirty-five thousand on that track because of all the hotels and casinos and that kind of thing. I think at the moment they pay about ten million dollars to host the Formula One. They yeah, can still do their own. They still do their own track advertisements. Mm-hmm. Monaco control the TV, yeah, so it's not right. Formula One media that do the TV. Wow. Um, okay. And yeah, they take the ticket sales. Yeah, but that's so how we've got. Rolex and Tag Heuer both sponsoring the Formula One at Monaco. That's weird. <clears throat> yeah. But, well, I guess and, BP Ultimate and Shell both sponsor. Yeah, Super but. That was right. Shell sponsor a team, not a not the track. Pressure Red Bull was like, sponsored by Tag. Well, used to be at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like. Tag out of tag with Shell with Coulthard. From what I know, watch uh, practice, yeah, tag is still shit. So not really just a sideways move. <laughs> yeah. In Formula One. But like um, what it is, is like you've got, you know, Rolex, the official timekeeper of the Formula One. Yeah. Uh, you you won't have, you don't think, you at no other track do you have tag here. On yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's like a track sponsorship. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So there's and you won't like this, get this that. Tiers, at- right? There's like event sponsorship versus series sponsorship, and then who gets the rights to what? So you might have had supercars equivalent, like you might have had Shell Fuel being the official fuel supplier of the supercars, but then you might have had the, also the Castrol Gold Coast 600. So like that's yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. common. Yeah, but I mean, well, the thing about in Formula One is because Monaco also control the TV, mm. it's in Monaco's interest to like make sure their sponsors are in good shots. True. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I guess 
probably why they yeah, won't control Monica's a boat. Just, it's <laughs> always been this this special case in Formula One because of the heritage of the event. But that's where I wanted to go with this, right? Mm. So we say, oh, you know, Monaco is so great because of the heritage and that. We've complained about it for the last 20 years being the most boring race of the season. Why do we give a shit anymore? I didn't say it was great because of the heritage. I said they got exception because of the heritage. No, no, no. I'm talking about... Right, you're racing shithouse. I know. Like, I I'm know. talking about as, like, fans go. Like, oh, Monaco is so great. Mm. Like, none of us are ever going to it. <laughs> I mean... I would I've, like to. I've definitely floated the idea. Okay, it's a millionaire. <laughs> It's on my birth. It's on our birthday, mate. It would be the best round to go to. You're on the bars and like, look, it's my birthday. Buy me a drink. I don't know where you're getting all this magic money from, though. Yeah. Look, it's got this like prestige about the event, and that's the event, not the race. Yeah, Yeah, it's because rich people love it. Versus great racing, and there's there's a difference between the two. If I can know, do I think it's going to be on the calendar? Yes. Oh, of course, it I is. think it's, it's going to have. I think its contract's going to be changed a lot. Well, if it and I think change that much with the Liberty ownership change, I think it'll be baby steps. It'll eventually adapt into similar to others, but at some point, it's you must just, have you got really Saudi Arabia hard. and that paying hundreds of millions of dollars hosting fees. Yeah, you're not going to have one that only pays ten. But do you think it's because F1 wants to be there? They just have, and they know that. They're like, we don't yeah. care if you come here. We're rich as shit either way. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. That's it. And like, this is a, an event that inconveniences the Monegasque people. Is that the right way of using that term? More than anything. You're shutting down. Monegaskets. Monegaskets. <laughs> I don't Rupert feel like gasket. that's right. Anyway, more to the point. It's like, yeah, F1 and needs they, Monaco more than Monaco. The king is F1. the head gasket. <laughs> <laughs> And you hate it when that one blows. It's all <laughs> over. It's very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, I would agree that F1 needs Monaco more than Monaco needs F1. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So maybe I, it won't I change that like, much because they'll be like, go away then. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. I would say as a point of contrast that Supercars needs Bathurst more than Bathurst needs Supercars. Because Bathurst could run on GT racing as a track and as a town. Yeah, and they're starting to build a... A pretty good reputation in the whole. Like they've always had. Like Bathurst has always been known, but as a GT track mm. in the last ten to fifteen years, is really grown. Yeah, and it's more accessible for an international crowd who have more money. Yeah, yeah. yeah do you think? I still think the one thousand is. That's the point. The whole they need the, Yeah, the, so of they course. need the one thousand. Oh so yeah, they, but but the twelve hour has an increasing profile over the past few years, especially. Oh, this year it kind of sucked. This but that was just a lack of competitors. If we get the internationals back into it, it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think GT categories are going through a big overhaul at the moment anyway. So, you know, new cars yeah, and all that sort changes. of stuff. The whole COVID sitch hasn't really helped a category that's international either. Nope. No. Seems all anyway, what are we up to next? Ferrari sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Ferrari's Ferrari's fallen off the bandwagon. Um... Max Verstappen is driving away with the championships in that. It's had several wins. I think this was the first time in a long time that Red Bulls won like six on the trot. Cool. So that's pretty good. Um, where are we off Vessel to next? Euro? Yeah. 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 They're doing a pretty We're good off to job with like they've got two good drivers at the moment. So they do. Yeah. That's what I was actually saying when I said, you know, Davo um, really impressed me. Do you think he's going to get the drive next year? I reckon so. Didn't done too bad. I don't see a reason to drop him. I think he's Depends actually. Depends on who else is out of contract. If you're going to replace him, research. because he's still the white, like, you know, he's pretty reasonable and he, he's, you know, got that experience under him. If you want to replace him, you, you don't want someone super young. Davo is still got Anton. Bet. Yeah, he is really like safe bet for like a third. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's signed through to twenty-two plus. Is being reported. Uh, okay. Uh, there like was an article Shane's today is. about um, the Betty saying she doesn't want to let Will and that go, but won't stop them if they want to or some shit. You know, it well, sounds like Brody's headed off to NASCAR. He's, yeah, sounds like he's got a couple of drives lined up or something. Not sure. Mm. At least test it out. 
If he gets a that's what he wanted to do. That's where he came again. He's gonna be rich. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's kind of what he was. Yeah, he did it in the states for a while. Tell you who they could replace him with is Mark Winterbottom. Mm. Who? Davo. Yeah. Nah. He's more relatable. He's more marketable. He's not as fast. He has a <laughs> how do you know? If you put him in the same machinery, well, he's look, one. It's not like Will Davison came from quick cars. Like before that. Yeah, true. I don't he, know. Yeah, I don't but know. it's a known quantity versus an unknown one. Yeah, how exactly. Frosty. Forty something. I'd say like late thirties. I'm. Oh, okay. I'll just. I don't know. <laughs> He is 41. Okay. And what's his name? Will Davison. Mm. He's Jamie Winkoff's best mate. He is, he's only 39. <laughs> so you're not going to replace Davo. Two years is nothing though. Two years on the side of going bald and grey. Yeah. When about <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I said Davo that. But I meant like old. is. <laughs> But again, championship winner versus never has won a championship. Came close, but never really. No, no, no. I, I just, I still, nah, nah. I, I, I would. There were periods I in was, time where Davo outperformed Winner Bottom for fairly convincingly in FPR, but then yeah. Davo starts making mistakes, and it's like, ah, oh, we're going back to the other guy because. Nah, I think Davo, Davo suffers for his own head game. He does. He, he does. He, he, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a confidence thing or something like that. I don't know. Do you remember way back when he got a, a very delicate driver. With that was who? a while ago. Erebus. <laughs> Davo. Remember his million dollar contract with Erebus? No one's getting those Davo. anymore. Nah. No one's got that money. Davo and I got that $10 million deal, whatever it was. <laughs> so... <laughs> Contrary to popular opinion, Triple Eight actually don't pay as much as many of the other teams. Um, they're as I okay, as I understand it, I have limited knowledge. However, I do know a little bit. Um, they strongly skew towards performance bonuses, so they get paid more when they win, and because they're obviously used to winning so much, it's a pretty given that their their bases need to be quite as high. Um, but from a crewing perspective, as I understand it, they're actually one of the lower paid teams in the field. But people yeah, right. want yeah. to work for them. Yeah, because you want yeah, to win. Yeah, I meant like <laughs> Shane would still be getting paid. He'd be on the higher end of the scale of all the other drivers on the field. I would expect so. I I understand that WAU probably pays the most. Yeah, they're throwing the money at it. And if you ask Gary, Premier is not paying at all. <laughs> not paying shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. Paid better than John O'Webb though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which would have been nothing. Anyway. Um, uh, where are we going to next? We are going to Townsville, which means Triple Eight. Boys, are you heading there? What's the plan? No. 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 Nah. I thought you are going to go nah. be part of Boydie's Hilltop Hoods again. What a house, man. It's just expensive. Fucking. <laughs> I, um, I, I don't have people to take time off work. So, yeah. no, not this year. Not this year. I have to go back though. I do. I do want to go back, but I don't know how. Or we could just rock back up at Boydie's place and be like, hey, Boydie, remember us from like 2018? Free COVID break. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's aged a lot since then. But no, Townsville, cool. I think uh, Chaz Mosser might be on for that one too. He's always up pretty well there. Walker Shaw generally do well with strategy there. Yeah. I'm I'm putting, I reckon, let's go. Feeney might get his first race win. Waters did well there last year. That was my next point, actually, was Waters. <laughs> I think he's going to be a bit pissed with his results this weekend. He'll probably be looking for one. He was nowhere on the Sunday, uh, the Saturday. Mm. He got a win this weekend, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He won race Yeah, he two. did on the Sunday. Yeah, 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 but on um, Saturday, Saturday he was nowhere. He qualified. He Didn't he make the shootout? Yeah, that was a bit shit. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and um, let me just check where we're going to next for the Formula One. I heard Spa might be off the calendar. That's a bit annoying. What? No, don't even talk about that. I don't want to hear that shit. 
Unless it's confirmed, stop it. <laughs> but why? Why would you not go to Spa? You want to talk don't about know. like iconic tracks? <laughs> Mark's like, don't know. Not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, someone died, but you know. Um, it was. I think it's still going ahead this year, but I hope so. There's. It was a. Wasn't even an English article that was posted to Reddit. It was a Dutch. How about we just back it up a bit and wait for something to be confirmed about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. But I think they're saying that. we love running like wild predictions <laughs> out there. Run early, run early, but go for headlines. Broke it, bro. Clickbait that shit. Uh, but next place we're heading to is Silverstone, where apparently we've just got rid of Gary Jacobson. We might be getting Nicholas. might be getting rid of Nicholas Latifi. Um, He's got more money than him. Does that give? Does that give room for Piastri Oscar. to get a seat? Or yeah, yeah. That's that's what um, I'll take it. they're talking about. So nice. yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. That is also something I've not heard. Was this one in English, Chris? Yes, this not was saying on that English cafe. is the only reliable language. <laughs> I was gonna say, come on, Mitch, you're well, no, racist now. Oh, you're not smart people. <laughs> I was meaning more. How the fuck did Michael read it? <laughs> and don't tell me Google Translate. Come on. come on, you can't entirely. Yeah. Guess I know that. my Dutch. There's an app for that. <laughs> I know me Dutch. Nah, Australian. Um, is Bracken Z Dutch? Is it? Is Bracken do Dutch? I don't know. I think that's German, actually. Yeah, it is. Clearly, Dutch. I don't know Dutch. Anyway. Okay, so cover here it is. Belgium GP less and less likely. No one seems to have faith in Spa. Frankatrops. Comments. Translation of story. That is already the feeling that the lives in the paddock of the team bosses and CEO, um, Stefano, and what's his last name? Demi. Whatever, the, the F1 owner of Liberty Media met in Montreal Saturday afternoon. Amongst other things, next season, the um, three things can be distilled from what the leaks afterwards. The teams agree that next year there should be no more than 24 races. It's also clear that the Grand Prix should be grouped uh, more per region. So there are many races like, in 2003. Who needs to go to Azerbaijan? Take, <laughs> yeah. Money. Um, yeah, apparently, assume 16 races outside of the old continent. In that case, there are indeed only eight places left for European circuits. Silverstone, Budapest, Spa, uh, uh, Silverstone, Budapest, Spain, Imola, Zandoff, and Monza all have contracts for 2023. And therefore, it's definitely to be on the calendar. Negotiations are still underway for Monaco. But the general ex- uh, expectation is that they'll adjust their somewhat um, heightly attitude to meet the economy, economic and logistics demands. Austria certainly will be fine, as that's the circuit owned by Red Bull. I was going to say, is it the um, Red Bull ring? It's clear that the fate of Frank Shops in this scenario depends <laughs> on the Shop, disappearing. <laughs> Franka Shops. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, um, yeah, so what they're saying that there are only going to be eight European races yeah, next okay, year yeah, yeah, yeah. and Spa's okay. on the chopping block. It I'd rather get rid of Imola next year. over Spa. Imola's just been signed on again. Yeah, but the sentiment, sentimentality around Imola and Senna, despite the fact it's got like a dark history, is like it's up there with Monaco. Mind you, I think Spa's got a really strong tradition and history as well. Yeah, but it's it a does. good racetrack, and there's Spa's like, a better racetrack than Imola. Spa's it, epic. It provides good racing. Like there's passing opportunities. It's yeah, yeah. It has a similar heritage but, to Monaco, but none of the problems. Yeah, but it. it's had a, a more recent death than Imola, so I wonder if that plays against it. Yeah, we keep talking about that section anyway. That is, you know, it's is it too dangerous now? Yeah, yeah. Well, cars are a lot faster than they used to be. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Didn't even talk about Canadian GP, bros. At all. The what? Canadian GP. Ah. You know, the one that was on Monday. Monday? (laughs) Literally, the one was there. (laughs) We talked about where we're going next in Spa. (laughs) Yeah. Alonso and oh, Alonso sorry. qualified second. Alonso right. started second, and everyone <laughs> fell away. Was all aboard the Alonso train, <laughs> and it did not work. Um, app- <laughs> apparently, he had a car issue on lap 22, 23. 
which oh. was an air leak. So he lost a lot of power at top end. Yeah, right. Um, and then he also got penalized for weaving too much towards the end of the race and got five-second post-race penalty, which dropped him down to ninth. Oh, that's the point. But still in the Charles points, Leclerc though. started 19th and finished fifth. Yeah, that's not a bad fourth. effort. Jesus. No, fifth. Ferrari's not too and far down, surely. Russell has continued his run and finished um, in the top five every race this year. First time beyond Hamilton, though, or what? Not yeah, maybe. Was. Hamilton yep. got his podium. Hamilton was happy to see a podium. It was like I saw a meme on Formula Dank where they're like Hamilton on um, getting third in 2021 and it's like all dark and gloomy and stuff like that. And Hamilton getting a podium in 2022, uh, getting third He's in like, 2022. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that champagne meme, you know, where the guy's like spraying oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Man, how time I mean, changed. after coming from where he was, you're like, yeah, I got to be pretty feeling good about that. Like, oh, thank fuck. <laughs> At least it wasn't the worst. Do you reckon he retires after this year? Mm, no. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think He's so. He's producing a movie. Downer. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. He what? Yeah. He's producing a movie. About what? Formula One. Being vegan to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lord, it's apparently though. starring Brad Pitt. Yeah. On Schumacher, wasn't it? No? Nah. Who was it nah, about? I reckon. I, no, it it's about, not it a, a it's, driver. Or is it nah, like a I fictional what, driver? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a not fictional like driver. Apex, is it? No, no, no. It's a it's gonna be like a Hollywood movie. Like a fictional I don't think, Yeah. Sorry about the fart cannon out in the front, if you can hear that. <laughs> Um, we haven't had sirens go off at my place yet. This is amazing. Um, but yeah, oh, no, apparently from what I've read is, no, that's his show. This is a going to be a Hollywood movie. Yeah, Brad Pitt and Lewis. He's, made, he's, made his, he's making something track. with Apple TV. It's for Apple, yeah. Is it for Apple? Yeah, it is. This is like this, Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think right, the idea is Brad Pitt, is that going to mentor, be a driver mentor or something and go back in to driving and helping a young guy and then has to battle him? Yeah, right. Oh, okay. Same way that LeBron James um, produced Hustle, the movie, the Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to say something about LeBron James and Space Jam too. It's like, we don't talk about that shit ever. <laughs> 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 so that um that same director just released a movie to Netflix called Spiderhead, which I watched last night. Actually, quite good. I'm not and convinced also, the movie called Spiderhead <laughs> has. I know what it, it sounds takes. weird. It's got Chris Hemsworth in it. Like, kind of sounds like Sharknado. Watch out. <laughs> no, it's it's more. It's like a bit more sci-fi and action than that. But yeah, right. It's pretty right. cool. It features watch his face from Top Gun. Which okay, let's take a full like digression here. Top Gun. Who's seen it? Nope. I haven't. Oh, I've seen Top Gun on the weekend. That fucking jet was amazing flying over the track on Sunday. Can we talk about that? I haven't been to the cinema since Star Wars Episode 7. I saw Doctor Strange 2. Tim fell asleep. It's good. Go do something and go see it. It's fucking brilliant. I don't go to the cinemas anymore. Too expensive. Save my money for live motorsport. Cheap Tuesdays, mate. Cheap Tuesdays. Tell me about the jet on the weekend. Come on. The jet on him is amazing. It was the best jet the show we've ever had. Yeah, it was sick. He just showed you oh everything that could do. Like just, yeah. I swear he was like 30 meters above the treetops. It was so low. It I want to get in contact with the Air Force and go, who was at the track that we needed to prove that Australia has air superiority right now? <laughs> like what threat did we have that we needed to fly this jet that low, that quick, and at some of those angles ridiculous. to prove that we had air superiority? That was amazing. I admit that the first year we had Newcastle on the jet, the FA-18 that went over that year, it was so low. I remember it specifically just going like, that has to be like a mistake. Like there's no way. He was 30 meters off the harbour. This, yeah, right. like, this so, he was behind the tree line of the pit straight. The like, stuff that this guy was doing in this jet, you couldn't do in an mm. F-18. Yeah. I need to go Google this. Like, he was banking so hard. Oh, there was thing, um, I swear he was just having fun with it at the end. Like they're on the radio too. Anytime you're ready, mate, bring him back. Nah. Nah. 
Yeah, it was kind of like, come on, come back. And then he missed the anthem. Yeah, he probably went too far away. So you know how they normally do right at the end of the yeah. anthem and then it was like it's that not finished and we're like, miss it though. Oh, this is a big Where miss. is it? Where is it? It and was then, like. By how much? <laughs> like 20 like seconds. By a lot. Yeah, good. Oh, good really? Yeah. Like we could have done enough. The you were again. listening. You're like, here he comes. Here he comes. <laughs> Not quite yet. Here he comes. Well, isn't the idea that you see it before you hear it because that guy going that fast? You could. It's well, he must. Sound whatnot. No, you could definitely hear it know. coming. Yeah. yeah okay. It but it was it was amazing. It was it was so good. Did you see Tim Nichols' Facebook post when he's like, "There's nothing worse as a photographer." When you're at the track and you've only got a 70 mil lens and old mate in the jet puts on the best air show that Darwin has ever seen. And he's like, he's trying to take photos of this jet. He's like, I need like my 100, 200 lens. Yeah. 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 Hectic. But it was the banking of that thing. I've normally, when the jets fly over, when you watch it, you're like, okay, yeah, cool. I mean, it doesn't help. At the moment, we're in the middle of a RAF base, a RAF exercise up here. So we got jets oh, flying over every day. Yeah, um, jets to be so you're like, oh, yeah, there they are. But you don't see this. This Everyone. Yeah, okay. Everyone was out from under the shade looking up. Yeah, like everyone just like bend, like kneeling down, looking up, like bending over, like just to follow that thing. It was, it was, I was doing it. Like, I don't normally, I don't give a you shit about the jets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of like the pilot had watched America. Maverick too much. He was like, yeah. <laughs> yes. He's like, I'll show you Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but dude, that was awesome. I'm, I'm serious. See the movie. You'd like, you'd like it. It's good. I, I don't know what Tom Cruise has done to his face, but, you know, it's good. Tried to fix oh, no. getting old. Never works. Uh, Something about Scientology. Who knows? <laughs> well, we should wrap uh, this. So we are. We're going to wrap this up. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Um, it was really good to come back and do another episode. Um, guys, if there's anything you want us to talk about, feel free to write in. You can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breaking late. You can send us an email. We are breaking late podcasts on Instagram. Um, and all our email address is breaking late at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, that is us done and dusted and we'll be back probably in a fortnight's time. Um, or maybe after Townsville, which is three weeks. But we'll see. Yeah. Yep. But we will have the NTE series Dry Season Cup episode out next week. That's true. Where we will be at Canada this weekend. That's true. Mm. That's good. But anyway, that is us done and dusted. So we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.